Welcome to the Spooky Dookie Podcast, the only horror podcast for you social outcasts. Hosted by us, I'm Derek. I'm Mike. And we've just seen the 2019 Child's Play reboot. Or reimagining. Uh, whatever way you look at it. Yes. Um, if you listened to the show before, you know that Mike was highly anticipating this movie, and I pretty much shit it on this movie. Yeah, you were dreading it. And I was looking forward to it. And you're like, stop getting your hops up. It's like yeah. posting on, it, on our Twitter about like all the little things. First off, before we get into the movie, I have to applaud them because their marketing was perfect. Like it was like, I thought it was going to be overly uh, marketed like Ma. But right. I guess Ma, Ma didn't get as, Ma didn't get creative. They just shoved their trailer everywhere. Right. Um, with this, they ever since so I've been following this movie since 2008 and it wasn't supposed to be a reimagining at first. It was supposed to be a reboot and it kept just falling through the cracks. It was fake posters out there that Derek says he remembers too. And eventually this year, this well, last year, once it took off, they finally got the green light at MGM, which owns the original uh, child's play to just do it. And they asked the original people like Don Mancini and Brad Dorff and everyone to be a part of it. And they're like, no, we still have our franchise going on, which split the fan base. And because it was copyright issues with, you know, Mancini's character, they had to change it up a lot, you know, making him AI. But with the marketing, like I was saying, ever since, I think the first little tidbit they put out about it was that half face of his, which everyone was freaking out how bad it looked. And then after that, there was a bunch of, they uploaded in a website called Castlin, which is basically their Amazon or Apple. Right. And you could play around and do some things on there with the My Buddy doll. And uh, they had some Christmas adverts of it, cartoon. This is all before they really showed his face. They're just doing cartoon adverts. You could have wallpapers and whatnot. And then around, I think, February, they finally released the trailer, which they did not show Chucky in it at all, just like a silhouette. And then they just kept marketing the shit out of it. It's like every other day there was something cool to get excited over this movie. So I was following the behind the scenes. I was following everything that could come out about this through all YouTubers and everything I could find. And so I was hearing about like, there was like sketches of some scenes I seen, like some drawings that leaked. I saw, uh, some behind the scenes of like the factory and stuff and how they all looked like shit, the dolls, which we'll get into. Uh, and they also did the, because it's coming out on the same day as Toy Story, they had the little, uh, posters of Chucky, like a parody of him, like killing the main characters of Toy Story, which the first three were great. Then it kind of got overkill and stupid. And that was Woody, Buzz and Slinky. And then they did one with Mr. Potato Head, Ham and Rex. And I kind of got sick of it, but like, I appreciate what they were doing because a lot of people were writing this movie off and did not want to see it. People were shitting on it publicly so hard. And they wanted it to be a uh, serial killer. They wanted it. They didn't want the whole AI thing to be a part of it. They're like, what's the point? The doll looks stupid. Right. And they just kept trying to push it. Just hopefully win people over. They had this um, guy, which I can't remember his name. He's a famous claymation artist. Do a couple of like these weird minute long creepy things where Chucky comes out of the box and kills a bunch of toys. One was like a parody of Woody. Uh, they had a VR game that I played, but I didn't have the VR headset. It was just an app. It was cool. Uh, 
Uh, I'm trying to think what else. They had a lot. So it kept me excited, even though I did, as much as you think I was like, really going to think this movie was good. Like, no, I actually didn't. I just really, well, the franchise has gone so south with the last, well, ever. I, I don't like Bride and Seed. Most, some people like Bride, some people like Seed. Ugh. But, and there's a couple of the, the video on demand ones after that Curse of Chucky and Cult Chucky. They're okay. Um, so I haven't really been liking what Mancini's been doing with the franchise. So I was just open-minded. And also I put so much of my eggs into this basket, looking into it for years and years and years, waiting it to be greenlit. Gets greenlit last year, and they make a script out of like thin air and Russian production, which scared the shit out of me. It was done, paper to finish product, without reshoots in nine months, which is scary. And... I guess it was like a cash grab thing because the Orion, which makes this makes low budget horror movies. are like, well, why the fuck not? And, uh, that's my little opening rant to start this video because I am a huge child's play fan. And that was, I just had to say all of that, but we can get into it. Okay. So, um, like I said, I thought this movie was going to be super bad. So I went in with very, very, very low expectations. Ten minutes into the movie, I'm just like, uh, I think I'm going to love this movie. Wow, that's not even how I felt. Because <laughs> when they first showed Chucky in that commercial, uh-huh. the whole theater was audibly laughing. <laughs> he looked so... He, he, listen, the one thing that I can't get past in this movie is the way he looked. I get it, he's supposed to be robotic but it just didn't seem like a thing that a, a child would want to buy <laughs> sneezed okay kids um, buy a lot of stupid things yeah but like you would want that watching you it's creepy like the it original, is creepy a lot of toys are creepy a lot of cabbage patch dolls are creepy yeah everything that has the like a, a, a person face and isn't real the uncanny valley thing is, is creepy but like the other the original chucky you know, the original Guga guy was kind of cute. He thought this was cute. Like, eventually through the movie, I thought it was cute through his personality. But he was still heinous. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love his personality. I mean, up to a certain point. So the movie starts off at a Vietnamese sweatshop. The, the guy who created that specific or programmed that specific uh, buddy doll, he was sick of his job like he was homeless and um i guess the owner of that sweatshop picked him up off the streets and gave him that job and the vietnamese owner threatened to throw him back into the streets if he keep daydreaming on a job and so that just made the guy also he slapped him which is crazy and uh i guess that caused the the programmer the buddy Dow to uh snap and he turned off like all the safe modes in the programming of the that specific buddy dial. It's kind of weird because like the programming was in English, but they're speaking Vietnamese, but whatever. And after he um, programmed the buddy dial to be like rogue, he killed himself. He jumped out the building and landed on a car. Because apparently in Vietnam, um, the sweatshops are basically your slaves there, like that guy was. And they have nets at the bottom of the buildings because people try to jump so often. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Am I being racist? Did they say that was in Vietnam? Or? No, no, they said it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a very rushed origin with that. I, you know, I like it. Sweet, simple to the point. It's like, whatever. They know what we're here for. Yeah. Killer now. Um, but we didn't get that until like much later into the movie, which is something okay. I really liked. Yeah. So they had the Caslin commercial. And in the commercial, they're explaining the buddy dial and how it works and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And as he is explaining it, like how it works, that's when I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to love this movie. Because he's talking about how uh, the buddy dial is basically like a Amazon Echo. Like it it, it has voice command uh, and it controls like pretty much all your electronic devices in the house. So like automatically in my head is clicking. It's just like. Oh, you didn't man. know that Check going into control. it. I didn't know anything about this movie. Wow. Okay. Because I've like I've been watching it like a hawk, so I know everything. But oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So as he was playing all this, I'm just like I'm just thinking in my head all the ways Chucky's just gonna be killing people, like controlling stuff, and I'm just like, this is gonna be really good kills, and I'm very excited for it. Uh, it flashes to Andy and Karen Barkley in their apartment. She's like. You unpack your stuff. He's like, yeah, eventually. She's like, you're on your phone too much. You're taking it away. He's like, no. And then he's like, yo, you promised you were going to go make new friends. And he's like, eh, they could be murderers. And she's like, well, if you try, I'll give you back your phone. He said, fine. And then he just sat like in the hallway like he usually does. Right. It's his birthday approaching. Okay. And he wants a new phone because it's crack and it's a piece of shit apparently. Right. And... Uh, she's like, I've been trying, I've been working duffels to try to get, uh, you know, a new hearing aid. This, this one's fine. And instead, apparently he's low key obsessed with that buddy doll, which. Well, not low key. I mean, she, she he showed her, uh, well, she took his phone and she went through his phone and saw that he was watching a video of a buddy doll humping a table or something. Yeah. And I guess she assumed that. He wanted a, a buddy doll, but once he got it, he said it's for kids. Well, because he, he's like 13 now, and last right. year it was 12 when it came out. And surprisingly, the age worked here. I didn't think it was going to. And especially with Aubrey Plaza playing a young mom, which she, mm. was, she was what? I just love Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, she's hot. Everyone keeps, <laughs> all the comments are that. Um, because she's basically like a... Uh, a horny mom. mom. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, and uh, their dynamic worked. And she's like, Yeah, I got knocked up at 16. I had a, no, I had a productive sweet 16. So right. she's supposed to be really young. And it, it kind of makes sense. They had like a brother sister kind of dynamic because they're so young. And she works at Zed Mart, which is, I guess, some sort of Kmart or something. <laughs> and Someone returns the buddy doll and she's not really listening. She's spacing out. And she said, the lady's like, yeah, it had red eyes. It was weird. Uh, I don't think I want any more, especially because like the new one comes out next week. Right. And she got her money back. And then she goes to the, the, the manager of the store. She's like, hey, it's my kid's birthday next week. Can I have this? She's like, you have a kid? He's like, yeah. And that's when she said the Sweet 16 comment. She's like, no, nah, I can't let you do that. And he's like, come on. You know, it'll be our little secret, like how you uh, banged whoever, like another employee in the back room like a month ago. He's like, woohoo, because he has a wife. And 
you wind up giving it to her. And she takes it home. <laughs> yeah, she takes it home, obviously. And, uh, okay, she, um, Andy gets mad at, at her because he comes home and her boyfriend is there and he's like a, like a dick. And he's yeah. just like, every, every time, <laughs> yeah, every time he's around, Andy can't be in the same room with him because Andy's father, they allude to, left them. And the other one, he was dead. So that right. was interesting. And like every time he goes into a room, like him and the mom are making out, or he's like buckling his pants back up. Right, like, yeah. I was getting so mad. I was like, this, <laughs> they did such a good job of getting yeah. to hate that character. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. And then in the later scenes, you, you, you hate him even more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so he goes to play in the hall, and um, Detective Mike Norris, played by. Um, Brian Tyree Henry. Yes, who's in everything, and he did a great job. Um, he basically visits his mom once a week in their apartment complex for dinner, and he's like, hey, I see you out here all the time. What are you, some sort of hallway hobo? And uh, he's like, what? Because <laughs> he's trying to be funny. <laughs> right. And then uh, he's like, yo, I could really use some backup if you want some dinner. My mom, you know, and he alludes to, like, she drinks and does, like, cross-eyes. And he's like, no, thank you. And then Aubrey Plaza comes out and she's like, what are you doing in the hall? I'm like, who are you? After he tries to crack a couple of jokes of her flirting. And uh, he's like, well, that was my tentative joke. See you later, Andy. See you later, Andy's mom. And he's like, by the way, all moms are scary. He walks away. And then she's like, come on, Andy, I got something for you. And uh, she, he's like, is Shane still there? He's like, no, he left. And... She's like, yeah, it's, I got you a present. You know, it's not your birthday, but I can tell you're mad at me. And he opens it, and it's the buddy doll. And he's kind of like, this ain't a phone. And she's like, yeah, I got it for you. Like, a, like it's like a goof. I know you're a little too old for it, but I know you're also, like, obsessed with it. She's like, yeah, but that was, like, last year. And she's like, come on, give it a try. And it starts malfunctioning, like, not working, not seeing to the cloud. Uh, which I thought was a smart thing, but at the same time annoying when he tries to name it. He tries to name it Han Solo. Right. Because Nides of Star Wars and Mark, Mark Hamill was Luke Skywalker. Right. And then he's like, did you say Chucky? My name's Chucky. This time, yeah. like, I get yeah. it. He's glitching. But like, ugh. <laughs> Could have gave it a little better. I, I wish the dad was named Chucky or something. I just right. wish that I just wish that didn't happen. But whatever. I think it's supposed to be funny. A lot of this is supposed to be funny. This movie very much seems like it's R, which I get because gore and the cursing. But this felt like like Gremlins. Yeah. Um, I was playing into the person I was in movies with how uh, like the whole first half of the movie felt like a, mm, I don't want to say goosebumps. Oh, I don't know, like an Azure Goosebumps episode. It was lighthearted. Yeah. It was supposed to, because you're supposed to sympathize for all the characters, which they did a really good job. It's especially of. Chucky. I, it was weird. I did, like, the whole time I'm thinking, wow, Chucky's a really nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he's not, he's not supposed to be evil, even taking that filter off. Right. He's not supposed to be evil. He's just glitchy. I don't know what that guy's endgame was, the factory worker. 
but he learned how to be evil through what he saw because right. he's interpreting interpreting it as that's what they want because it's like you're ai you're smart but also you don't have some awareness so you're like right. confused yeah. which i thought was really smart um and then after that he hooks up chucky finally at like he, they're like oh it doesn't work it's it's, but it's like i love it it's a funny joke and then he takes it to his room to show it around it's like this is my cat mickey rourke which is an actor which is a probably a nod to something to do with uh mark hamill again uh there's a lot of pop culture references all over this did you how many do you think know. you noticed i mean i don't know i probably like toned down most of them because they're like cringy the one like andy's always wearing the red hoodie and then chucky's finger lights up it's et yeah that's just obvious right uh so that's the one i'll get into for now but i'll get into the there's a lot there's, there's so much like easter eggs here and then he goes to sleep it's still in the comedy part of the movie and, and <laughs> chucky's just watching him sleep before he goes to sleep he was like do you want me to sing you a buddy song before you go to sleep <laughs> Low key, all the comments I've been seeing is like, yo, that buddy song stuck in my head. It was stuck in my head afterwards, but not Good for them. <laughs> With they didn't give Chucky that much dialogue, but as you can see, because he sung that song, Mark Hamill. Yeah. He could have done a lot like with that, with the his voice and range and whatever. But uh Honestly, so I hated the um design of Chucky in this movie at first, but like these scenes where he's supposed to be a good guy or whatever, like innocent or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the poor design made him look super creepy and disturbing. So like it clashed with the whole thing, whole aspect of him being innocent or whatever. So like, is this the whole entire time just made me feel very, very uneasy and untrusting of uh, Chucky's character in the beginning. And then after a while, I got used to it. And by the time I got used to it, and he ended up becoming what he is now. <laughs> a lot of people have watched a lot of reviews of it, and they're like, yo, I hate this design, but then it's so ugly, but then his personality makes you like it because it's like an ugly puppy. Right, yeah. It's like a pug. After he sings the buddy song, he, uh, st- like, and he's trying to sleep, and then Yo, just like Chucky has no, like, uh, yeah, he's just <laughs> watching him. He's like, it's time to sleep. He just keeps singing him this fucking song. <laughs> oh my God. And That's... then the next day, Andy is going to school and Chucky keeps trying to help him. And he's like, you forgot your science book. He's like, Chucky, for the last time, this is not a science book. He just keeps handing him random objects. He's yeah. still, he's still not correct he doesn't know what's what he's you know you feel for chucky he's really trying to help him be his best friend oh man that's another reason i like this movie because chucky's attached to andy in a different way that the original chucky was attached to andy like i just like this whole new spin of it spin on it it's great he's not vindictive he's confused right he's not sinister that's what i think the original chucky fans are gonna have a problem with because he is straight up evil the original one this is literally like i feel like a child that doesn't know anything better yet and it's just trying to make its parents proud and doing everything wrong right um also 
that whole scene uh, when, because it was a whole montage thing going on before uh, Chucky was giving Andy that the books or yeah. was supposed to be books. And uh, Chucky's like mimicking everything Andy does. So Andy's like brushing his teeth and you see Chucky pretend to have a toothbrush in his hand, brushing his teeth. And uh, then it cuts to Andy making a sandwich um, very aggressively for some reason. Um, yeah. He, like he, I guess it's a peanut butter and jelly. And when he cuts it diagonally, instead of doing like a little slice, he like chops it diagonally. And then he stabs the knife and forces it like, to be stuck into the cutting board. And you see Chucky in the background just like doing a stabbing motion. Pretending he has a knife in his hand, and that was pretty funny to me. (laughs) What I liked before that, he looked back to see if anyone was watching, then did it. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ, this movie is so good. (laughs) Wow. So, so shocked. (laughs) Uh, So, he's still in a good guy mode, and then he's... um, Andy is sitting on the stairs playing with um, uh, Chucky, and two kids walk by, Pug and Fallon. And they're walking, Pug's walking his dog, and they notice that, uh, like, the dog starts barking at Chucky, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then, uh, it, like, Chucky, like, cursed or something? He's like, it's not supposed yeah. to do that. And they're like, yeah, he's different. He's like, whoa, because they're 13. They think cursing is, is the coolest thing ever. They're just experiencing it. They're like, say dick cheese and like they think that's the funniest thing ever <laughs> and then it's like well what have you been doing with he's like oh i was gonna scare my uh mom's boyfriend but uh not nah, stupid he's like no we're doing this now just cuts it like their their friendship like doesn't it goes by too fast that and like yeah um i feel like this movie did a lot of things right except the whole friend group thing yep um i feel like this movie could have done okay without all of those people in it <laughs> or if they gave uh, more of an emotional connection to each other it, it was just like a couple of days and like yeah this is our new friend andy yeah 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 he has a really weird chucky doll which they get to show the after they scare um shane the dad or whatever the stepdad or boyfriend they go outside with the rest of the kids in the apartment and all the kids are playing with chucky and and um they have like a knife and like a unicorn stuffed animal or something and of course the black kid is like, uh, this Cr- <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's teaching Chucky how to stab the goddamn unicorn, the stuffed unicorn. And he's, he tells Chucky to yell, this is for Tupac. And Chucky's like, but I don't want to say that. No. And then the black guy's like, no, scream, this is for Tupac. So stupid. So goddamn stupid. Yeah. Uh, I did like the second time I came around, though. I didn't at all. I thought the line was stupid regardless. Oh, it's stupid, but they, the thing is, Chucky's taking things out of context. Yeah, I guess. And I like how it's like giving him an excuse to use these terrible one-liners. That's exactly <laughs> what they were doing. It was yeah. smart because he yeah. he's not going to be... He's not Charles Lee Ray, like the the really witty jokester. He's just like a robot who's just kept, kept hearing things that people say, like, maybe this is cool. So I get it. So... They start, Pug, Fallon, and Andy start watching uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 in someone's apartment. And Chucky's like literally just staring at Andy the whole time. He's like, can we play yet? And like, Andy's not like weirded out by that. 
Right. And he's like, no, no, like, we're, you know, we're busy. And then Andy spins, uh, Chucky spins around. He's just watching how much joy and laughter they're getting out of the gore of right. the face is getting ripped up and everybody dying. So Chucky goes in the kitchen, gets a knife. And I forgot what was the thing they said that they yeah. heard on TV. or yeah I, can't it rem- yeah, I can't remember it either. It was probably like, take that bitch or something like that or, or something. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. So Ch- Ch- they spin around and Ch- Chucky has a knife and he starts charging towards Pug and they had to tackle him. And he, it's Chucky's confused. Like, what? I thought this is what you wanted. Like, and then he winds up cutting Andy on accident. And then Andy gets upset about him and leaves him in his room, which I, this is what's going to seen to me. He's hugging like a teddy bear looking all sad in the dark, <laughs> crawled up. Yo, <laughs> yo, that played with my emotions, man. I felt so bad for Chucky. Jesus Christ, this movie is so funny. It's so good. I can't believe they did this to Chucky, man. <laughs> and uh, so I think that we, I skipped the part where Chucky misinterprets the cat to be like something Andy wants to get rid of. Oh, uh, well, when Chucky first like became awakened or whatever, I don't know. What's, like when he first turned Chucky on, he uh, was showing Chucky around, and he said, uh, "What did he call? What did he call his cat? Was it a dickhead?" Yeah, yeah. He introduced his cat as a dickhead. I, I guess that's when at first, like he's a or he he's a dickhead, or sometimes he can be a dickhead or whatever. And then, um, so I guess later on, uh, Chucky and Andy are playing like a some type of game. It, looked, it was a game he made of the characters okay. in this book. Right. And um, I guess I think one of the pieces fell or whatever next to the cat and Andy went, went to go grab it and the cat scratched him. And that's Chucky's first time ever seeing blood. And uh, <laughs> when Andy starts bleeding, Chucky, he was like, ooh, what is that? Like, well, he didn't say, ooh, but the way he said, what is that, made it seem like he was super intrigued with the blood yeah. and how it's dripping. And uh, then Andy, he, you can tell he's hurt. So Chucky was like, oh, are you hurt? And uh, Andy was like, yes, okay, he just scratched me. And while Andy goes into the bathroom to like wash off the blood, all you hear is the cat screaming. And then Andy runs in there and he sees uh, Chucky strangling the cat, like choking him real bad. And, uh, Andy gets Chucky to stop, and uh, he told Chucky that we can't let any let anybody know that this happened and all this stuff, and told him that he can't hurt anybody, regardless of if they hurt him or not. Which but then yeah. eventually gets misconstrued. But um, later on in the movie, uh, well, like going back to where I was explaining before, because I skipped that part. Um, Andy gets mad at Chucky and kind of like puts him in the closet. No, no, fuck. I'm trying to think of the timeline here. Oh, he doesn't put him in the closet. Um. I'm, trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to find the the part where he kills the cat. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I can't remember what exactly happened to get. To, okay. So the mom, I think, whole, yeah, said, like, night, keep it separate. Yeah, because that whole night, um, that time. You were talking about when Chucky was holding a teddy bear or whatever? Yeah. I guess he was upset and he was trying to like do good by Andy, maybe. I don't know what he was trying to do. So he uh Shane, uh the uh what's her what's her name? Uh Karen Shane, Karen's uh boyfriend. He was in the bathroom taking a piss 
And all of a sudden, Chucky was right there. He made a scary face, whatever. And like Shane jumps and pees on himself. It was fucking hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this is the first, this is not the first time Chucky played this recording, but he played the recording again of uh, Andy saying that Shane's an asshole. And Shane was pissed off and went into Andy's room and threw the threw the doll at uh at Andy. It was like, if you got something to say, say it to say it to my face like a man. And he just basically pushed Andy around and all this stuff. And uh once Shane leaves, um Karen, she was all like, Okay, well, I understand he's mad, but that's my son. You can let him know. You can let me know and then I can talk to him. And he said yeah, Shane was said a dick proud dick, you know, a dick response. He was all like, uh, that sounds like a you you problem, not mine. And uh then it cuts to Karen running into uh Andy's room and taking Chucky and was like, Okay, uh you're not allowed to be with Chucky anymore. You can be with him one hour. Or she was like, You're with Chucky too much all the time. You can be with him for one hour each day. And then she locks him up in the uh in this little cupboard thing, like in a living room, it, it's like a it's like a cupboard with a glass door or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, she locks him in there. Um, and he wakes up in the middle of the night. He sees uh, he hears like knocking at the glass door. It's obviously Chucky, and uh, and he just goes back to sleep. But when you when it's knocking, the room is lit up red because Chucky's eyes are red, and uh, which means he's pissed off. And when Andy closes the door to go back to sleep, Chucky just start banging real hard on the door. So then later on that next day, Andy goes to school and then he comes back home and he sees that the door is open and it's glass everywhere. And uh, when he opens the door or when he gets near the door, you can see Chucky's reflection in the mm-hmm. door or whatever. And he looks to the left and he sees a puddle of blood and it's the blood belonging to his cat. And he takes the cat, wraps it up, and throws it down the garbage disposal. <laughs> For some reason, he still wants to protect Chucky after he knows he's getting, you know, rogue. Because I feel like at this point, like, they're very close. It's like having a pet and your pet doing something wrong. And, and he repeated back things that Andy said that made it seem like he wanted him gone. Same thing when he said when he got confronted by the, the, the boyfriend. He's like, oh, I wish he would go away. And also... Right when he was choking the cat, he's like, yeah, you can't hurt anybody. And then the dad walks in. He's like, yo, he's the cat's freaking out. The hell's wrong. And then he's like, yeah, well maybe you could hurt that guy. Not knowing that. Right. Yeah. He <laughs> was getting that bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he was throwing a fit, when the dad, after he left, he's God, I wish you would go away. Chucky's eyes light up and smirks. And then <laughs> he goes after Shane. Oh, but before he goes after Shane, Oh my God. He was, Andy was mad at Chucky for killing the cat, right? And he was yeah. crying or whatever. <sighs> Bruh. Andy is in there trying to go to sleep. Chucky's in the corner of his room playing oh. back the sound of him killing his cat. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, this is sick. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he goes, Shane, you then find out um, after he said this is a you problem goes home to his family, which he didn't know he had. Right. <laughs> and 
he goes up to his kids. He's like, yay, yeah, I'm home from work. This is great. And he's like, has to go take down the Christmas lights. And he's like, what the hell do I do? Just like a grumpy asshole dad. He's on a ladder. And then he hears something. He's like, fucking raccoons. And then Chucky basically uh, makes him fall down and he blows out both his like he feet lands. Oh my god! Yeah, because he he Great falls part. off the fucking ladder, and I'm thinking he's gonna fall and land on his back, like you know, yeah. like comedies or whatever. No, he lands on his feet, and like his shin bones pop off from the side of his legs, and it was so gruesome. It was. So- they showed him falling in the trailer, and you thought that's like you know that's really gonna what's gonna do it to him, yeah. but they didn't show that, which is great, great gore, great practical effects. Right. And uh, Chucky then gets uh, controls this. It's not a lawnmower; it's like a digging fixture or something for gardening, like to oh. burrow. I thought it was a lawnmower. Well, think about it. There, for some reason, this family has a watermelon patch. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, it's like coming towards um, Shane and Chucky mounts him on top of him. He's like, Andy's my best friend. No one hurts him. And he goes to stab. But before that happens, just the 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 mower or whatever, just like shreds his head, like the top of his head. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then Chucky pulls out the knife and. Does he say this is for Tupac, or does he say uh, the same thing he was going to say before he stabbed uh, was going to stab uh, Pug? Uh, this is for Tupac. I think that was that one. Okay, yeah. So yeah, he says this is for Tupac, and they cut away, but all you hear is the stabbing noises. So yeah, I'm thinking he's just stabbing him, like nonstop. Yeah, but <sighs> find out what he's actually doing. Uh, so when he kills uh, Shane, I'm. Just, my whole time thinking, I'm like, man, I wonder if Andy's going to be happy or sad about this or scared. I, I also, wonder. one second. Back when he fell off the roof, his kids are wearing headphones and like you see him fall and he scream for help and they can't hear. They look back like nothing's there and they're like, whatever. That's a commentary on technology. I definitely <laughs> think so. But go ahead. But yeah, so I'm thinking, well, I wonder what Andy's going to feel about this. I mean, it's like a bittersweet type of thing. Oh, but boy, when... And he wakes up, he goes to the scene. bathroom, and you see, you can see that, you see um, Shane's face on Andy's dresser, but Andy doesn't see it, so he goes to the bathroom, and then he runs back, and he sees it, and he screams. Chucky carved off Shane's face and stuck it to a watermelon and placed it on Andy's desk. And for good measure, placed the eyeballs and the teeth. yes. I don't understand how that worked, but he did it. <laughs> my that was my favorite scene because when I saw Andy walk past it, my head did the what turn, you know, like the, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god! So instead of calling the police, Andy calls Pug and uh, Fallon, Fallon, Fallon. Yeah. Um, and they come over, and he explains how. Uh, Chucky killed his stepdaddy and uh, they talk Andy out of calling the police and tell Andy that that he just needs to get rid of it. So Andy wraps it up in wrapping paper and he's going to go throw it in a trash compactor. But as soon as they leave Andy's room to leave out the apartment, 
his mother comes in and his mother asks, what's, why aren't you in school? And he says, because I have diarrhea. And then she's like, what's that in your hand? And he's like, uh, this is a gift for uh, Doreen, which is the detective's mother. And uh, he's given her this gift because she's been helping him with his homework. And uh, his mother was like, okay, well, we can go give her the gift together. And so they go down to Doreen's apartment, give her the gift. Um, and he tells Doreen not to open a gift until his, until his, his birthday, which is next week. And, um, she says, okay. And yeah, he, they, he, now he has a whole week to try to get into Doreen's apartment and throw away that head. And they finagle away. Oh my God. It scene was so sad. <laughs> Wait, what? What they about to do to Chucky? <laughs> Oh, yeah, they they basically decide that I, I like how Fallon said earlier that when she said it was cursing, it's like this is like how every zomb, uh robot apocalypse movie starts. Right. They yeah. hit a lot in other movies and stuff like that. Um Oh, also when he found out that um Chucky killed Shane, uh Andy immediately threw Chucky into his closet and locked him in there. So yeah. That's yeah. That's where Chucky's at right now, inside of Andy's closet. And they decide <laughs> to they're gonna have to destroy Chucky. And what they do is like he's like, "Can we play now?" He's like, "Yeah, but you got to put down a knife, bud." Because yeah, we open up the closet, uh, Chucky's holding a knife. I don't know how he had that fucking knife, but yeah. Walks him in the room, dark room. Pug jumps on him. Fallon jumps on him. Holds him down. Well, Andy's supposed to take off the the middle piece that gives him power, which is. I think supposed to be some sort of like reference to like Iron Man. Mm, I guess maybe because it looks the, exactly yeah. the same. The, the way I watched the video, the way he gets stabbed in it eventually uh, is kind of like how in um, the Civil War, how Captain America was on top of Iron Man, stabs him with the shield. Could be, could be a loose thing. Yeah, anyway. Um, so he's like, Andy, what are you doing? No, you feel bad for Chucky when he's always like, <laughs> like wiggling around, like we're supposed to be friends. Like, no, no, no. And they, they somehow, uh, cause, uh, Chucky's too much, uh, Andy's too much of a pussy to do it. So Fallon does it and they kill Chucky and put him in the garbage disposal. Yep. But and... now they have to get the head, which this scene stressed me out. <laughs> oh my God. So, um, Originally, when the uh, detective first met Andy, he asked Andy to come, like, say, told Andy that sometimes, like, whenever you get the chance, you can come over and join him for dinner because he doesn't want to be with his mother by himself. <laughs> so, uh, Andy knocks on, uh, I can't remember his name, the detective. Uh, detective Mike Norris? Yeah. He knocks on Mike's uh, door or Doris's door. I mean, Doreen, what, what is wrong with me? He knocks on Doreen's door and Mike answers it. And he was like, hey, Mike, uh, can does that uh, invitation for dinner, is that still open? And Mike says no and closed the door right away. And then he opens it back up. He's like, no, nah, I'm kidding. Come on. And uh, he joins them for dinner and they have a really good time. And uh, Doreen is uh, asking about this new feature for i keep forgetting the name of the company castling 
he keeps she asks about the uh this new Casma feature where as uh it's basically like Uber but with self driving cars. And uh when I heard her ask about it, I'm just like, son of a bitch. But <laughs> um so Andy helps her set up an account with the whole Caslin driving service thing so that Mike won't have to take her to uh, bingo anymore. Um, but the whole... And then while they're talking, uh, Andy looks up at... Well, Doreen, she goes to the kitchen for some reason. And um, Mike's just talking to Andy about how pe- the kids thinks that he's a bad guy or whatever. But Andy's not really paying attention to Mike because Andy's looking at the gift that she that he gave Doreen, which is the wrapped up head. He's just looking at it and Mike notices it and he asks his mother, uh, did she go like thrift shopping or some shit? And uh, she was like, no, it's a gift that Andy got me and we can open it right now. No, she said, we're going to open it on his birthday. Yeah, open his birthday. And, um, and it just sits on the table. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stress me out. And Mike Norris, he's just tapping it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and Doreen it. dropped it. <laughs> oh, man, that scene stressed me the fuck out. Yeah, Mike gets up for some reason. I forget why. And as he's getting up, uh, Andy runs, grabs it, and throws it away into the uh, dumpster. Okay. So that whole scene happened, right? But during that scene happening, uh, the janitor goes into the trash can and he sees Chucky in there, a buddy doll, and he is a scavenger. He's one of those people who find old electronics, uh, fixes it and sells it on eBay. Does this look like Jack Black to you? Everyone keeps saying that in comments (laughs) and the Reddit and everything. Which I don't understand about this because everyone says they don't want the Buddy One doll anymore. So why is it going to have any value? Maybe just stupid. I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't get that either. But um, so he also forgot he's a pervert. Yeah, I was going to get to that. So he, Which, uh, I thought he was going to be a child pervert. That's sort of me. Yeah. So he uh, he takes Chucky to the his uh, you know, I guess home down below. In the uh, basement of the apartment yeah. building, and um, he, you see, he has this weird setup where he can look into the cameras of everybody's homes. Like, I'm guessing he like hacks other people's electronic devices. I just assumed, like, a jan- in the janitor's closet, there would be not in the closet or whatever. There'd be security cameras, but not that in depth, where you're seeing inside their bathroom. So he grabs a car battery, and he. Attaches to uh, Chucky's chest, so th- I guess this could be like Iron Man because that's what Iron Man did in the first one, the, the car battery. Yep, that's how he powered himself up the first time. And um, the car battery wakes Chucky up, and Chucky's looking around, and he can see the camera, and he sees Andy inside of Mike's apartment talking to Mike and Doreen. He can just hear him to see how Andy and like um. He hears Doreen say, oh, Andy, you my new best friend when uh, she gets the whole new Castlin app set up because of Andy. And this and, is when it starts going crazy. Yes. Um, the whole time uh, 
so the 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 dude, uh, the the janitor, he uh he opens up. Well, he um, powers up Chucky, and then he's gonna open him up to uh, see what's wrong with him or whatever. And he, what he says, he says, "Come on, let's see, let's open you up." I don't remember what he said. You remember what he says? Some something. Your par- it's like a paraphrase of "Let's uh, it's time to open you up and see what's inside." Something shit like that, or yeah. something. <laughs> and basically, that guy. I think his name is Gabe, the gender fixes him, fixes what was wrong with Chucky. Right. And sinks him to the cloud. Yep. Which is the biggest mistake ever. <laughs> yep. And then as, um, the gender is seeing that Aubrey Plaza is getting nude in the bathtub. He starts to crank it or it looks like he's going to crank it. And Chucky like starts, you know, you know, scuttling around and it's the lights off. And he's like, Castling lights on, and then it goes off. Castling just goes back and forth, and then eventually, your favorite type of not kill, um, what is it like a stab? Well, not really. He didn't get the Achilles, he got close. Yeah, it was pretty close, <laughs> but it wasn't Achilles. I can deal with the slice to the uh, cast more than the Achilles, <laughs> but yeah, he slices cast, and uh, it was still pretty, pretty brutal, and um. For some reason, well, I guess uh, the only table he jumps up on because he doesn't know where Chucky is, he jumps on a table that has a fucking saw on it. Like, come um, on. He jumps on a table with a saw. Um, it falls, I believe. Yeah, and he has to hang on to the pipe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. First, it, it turns on and then it falls in the heat. And then Gabe grabs the pipe. Uh, I guess it's like a heating pipe. I don't know. I don't know how pipes i mean maybe they're in a boiler room i don't know how uh, either way the yeah. pipe heats up it's a, like a 200 degrees and he has to hold on to it as chucky oh, yeah. is watching smirking because um the reason why it works like that because since chucky is now synced to the cloud he can sync to any castling product that he so desires so imagine castling table so right so imagine if uh you know an Apple device or an Amazon Echo device device like in our in our world and how like everything surrounded us is like can be connected to a smart device. So that's pretty much how much power Chuggy has at this point. He's pretty much a fucking God. So yeah. <laughs> um uh Gabe's held on to the pipe uh and Chucky turns the temperature up, so it's like burning Gabe's hands, and he's holding on for a pretty good long time. Yeah, I would not get past like one fifteen. <laughs> and then um, Chucky says, "Let's open you up and see what's inside." While he's turning the temperature up, and then Gabe finally falls, and he falls right into the saw and chops his own leg off. I think. Um Chucky also stabs in the chest after he's on the ground. I don't oh, yeah, remember. So, yeah, yeah, maybe he was on the ground. Then he said, let's cut you open and see what's inside. Or let's open you up and see what's inside. Then stab him in the chest. And yeah. then one of those swipes right. on the floor. I'm pretty sure he stabbed him in the dick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He sliced his balls and looked like. <laughs> so there goes Gabe, the creepy sex offender. Oh, he also made a fall with a Roomba. That was pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now Chucky... Because um, 
Gabe ordered a new costume, buddy costume for him, so he could resell him because he has blood on him. Puts on the new costume and puts himself in a box and now puts himself in front of the kid who's in the Tupacs. I can't remember that kid's name. Um. Either way, he put himself in front of the door to give him a buddy doll. And oh. it's, it's <laughs> what? His name is fucking Omar. Omar. And he go <laughs> and he's like, Yo, come over to Omar's house. He got a buddy doll and it works. And he's like, starts calling it Chode and like saying, salute me and all these stupid, you know, thing a 13 year old would do. And then Annie looks nervous. Fallon's looking at Annie like, yeah, I can see why you're nervous. And fucking Pug is loving it. Which also going back like scenes when they found uh, uh, the face of uh, Shane. I love how Pug was puking after he was like, yeah, yeah, they did that on purpose. So hard. At, in the movie, it's like, uh, he's like, what is, this is like some watermelon in here. What, what did it have to do with fruits? Like, <laughs> yeah. that was, that was pretty good. Uh, that's just going backwards. We don't really need to get into that. And then Chucky now goes up to Andy at, uh, Zedmart and he's like, Hey, Andy, you want to play? He's like, no. And he's like, do you want to be my friend? He's like, no. He's like, but you said you'd be forever. And he's like, what did you just say? And he says, yeah, uh, you said it'd be forever. And if I can have you known, Ken. And then he starts showing all of these gruesome things on all of the Zedmart TVs. And Andy looks crazy because when everyone sees him attacking Chucky, saying turned off, Omar's like, hey, what the fuck? Just because yours was like stupid and defunct. Does that mean that you like you could attack mine? And they get into a fist fight and he knocks off his earring aid and then they break it up. And everyone's mad because Pug tries to break it up and. And he pushes him and he hits his face and they're all mad at him now, but he takes Omar's phone because he knows that he could track Chucky with that. And the kids don't believe him. And then eventually they, how did they find out? How did they find out to believe Andy? I know that they eventually got the phone from Omar and saw the, like watching Doreen. Oh, Fallon overhears the police talking in the hallway. And she tells Pug, she's like, yo, what if Andy was right? And they run over to Omar in front of the, like the laundromat or whatever, where Andy throws rocks. And he's like, what? Like, you're going to take my phone just like he did. Cause uh, like, our, um, Karen takes it away from Andy after Andy tries to explain that Chucky's evil. Look, I have Omar's phone. I can prove it. She's like, well, nope, you're crazy. Right. And. So also, they, she finds out the cast did too. Yeah. Um, because yeah. Chucky hangs the, the collar on the door. <laughs> And then when um, Karen's gone, Chucky starts fucking with him on the t- on the TV and like through all the electronics in the house. He starts swinging the baseball bat and he destroys the TV. And the mom walks in. And he's she's like, "Oh my god, you're coming with me to work." And but as that's happening, they're you know Pug and Fallon are trying to convince the kids, and they do. They're like, "Look, like what the hell is that?" And they're like, "I guess Andy was right." And they run to Zed Mart to try to save him because. And while that's happening, Doreen is in the smart car and Chucky's like taking it for a wild ride. Uh, eventually it crashes with her having no seatbelt and she survives. And then it, Chucky starts playing peekaboo with her. And then I don't know how the hell he got in the car, but he's Chucky. That's how he always is like, what <laughs> the fuck? Just basically was right next to her and attacks her. I didn't like the CGI with that. When he does a CGI like that, I don't like it. But... So now Doreen's dead. Mike Norris figures it out. 
And then someone's like, yo, we found that guy's head from the other day. It was wrapped in his present. He's like, oh, my God, it's Andy. <laughs> so he goes to get Andy wherever he is at the Zed Mart, and he starts like uh, – this is also the day of when the Buddy 2 comes out as a premiere. Everyone's freaking out. Everyone's so happy. And Andy is literally – yeah. And Andy literally gets handcuffed and chained to something, like a cart or something. I don't know what it was. And then that's exactly when – uh, all of them show up like Andy. We believe you now. They have like a chainsaw and a bunch of things. Like where was the other friends? Like there was just them three. I, I guess they didn't have names, but like, yeah, eh, whatever. <laughs> and then he's screaming, "No, no, no!" Like seriously, uh, Chucky is gonna, like he's here, blah blah. And then it, they're counting down to I guess twelve or whatever to when the buddy twos come out, and then the lights go out. Or did the lights not go out yet? No, lights didn't go out yet. What happens is the manager from earlier who gave her the the doll had to put on this really creepy costume of Chucky, and he comes out like through a curtain. He's like, yay, but then Chucky's inside the head somehow, okay, and stabs him. And this is, yo, this was fucking funny and cruel. The guy falls down to his knees <laughs> in a spraying blood and a girl like before he lifts his head like uh, you don't know that. And he just sits down. To, it looks like he's going up to the girl's face to greet her. She's so happy to spray his blood straight in her face. So traumatizing. So fucked up. And then I that's, love how they got a credit credited on IMDb too, a screaming little girl. <laughs> good. Good. And then that's when it all like Chucky takes over. And like it's on the screen, edits the Castlin guy saying some weird shit, and then Chucky's on the screen. And he says, "Time to play or something." I don't remember. And then this is when the whole Chucky takes over everything in the store and starts killing random people. He's got the the drones. He's got the new models, which they only I only saw the bear was alive. I didn't see the other ones come out of the boxes. Yeah, me either. Yeah, it was mostly the bears. Maybe because they were loose models already set up. I guess. I got. I just. I got. I'm a little disappointed, honestly, with that because I knew that was a scene that was going to happen. I. I wanted there to be the black Chucky, the blonde Chucky, all of them, but they start attacking everyone. Um, they cut him loose. Uh, Fallon does after uh, one of the bears tries to attack Andy. Like Fallon's a badass. Fallon's fucking up all these things. Like like nothing. And then like Andy's like, I'm gonna go with her. I'm glad they. I'm glad they made like a strong female character. Uh, Pug almost gets hit by a drone, and Mike Norris jumps in the way, and he and he goes run, and you think he's dead, and you're like, oh my damn, Mike Norris. So the things with the drones, so they were like helicopters, and Chucky put knives on the propellers. Did you think of Puppet Master Lilith's Reich when that? Yep. Uh... <laughs> yep. <laughs> the whole time I was dying laughing, and the guy sitting next to me, he was laughing too. But I think we were laughing for different reasons. I even thought the bathroom <laughs> scene they were going to pull the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going AWOL. Everything is going crazy. And uh, everyone's escaping for the most part. Besides, as they're about to escape from Chucky, he's like, they shows his mom on the screen, like, captive. And he's like, well, I'm not leaving my mom. He's like, you have to. And he's like, oh, you're right. And then he shuts the the garage door thing on them. He's like, sorry, I got you guys into this. I'm not going to let you guys die. And they're like, Andy, no. <laughs> so Andy goes to fight him with the chainsaw, which I feel like they're, they're like, I feel like there's a lot of evil dead things all over this movie. Oh, I thought they were alluding to the whole Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, that, thing. that, that, and oh, I'm trying to think what it was. Um, shit. 
I'm not even going to try to think. I'll get into the Easter eggs in a second. But Andy goes and follows this police car. That I think it's weird that, that he can control that. I always thought it was weird. But the, you know why they did that? No. Uh, Orion Pictures, the money they're making from Child's Play, they're making a robot cop video, robot, RoboCop video, uh, film. Oh. And the, the saying he says was, uh, what was it? Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever RoboCop's phrase is. And I'm like, okay, that's why they did it. I really thought it was weird that it could control a cop, like a toy cop car. But I guess whatever. <laughs> it follows it. And it leads to a room where, like, there's a bunch of, like, headless stuffed animals and stuff. I think that was alluding to some past Child's Play stuff. And uh, Aubrey Plaza is tied to a forklift or something. I'm confused. Yes, I don't know what it was. It, um, She's about to be hung. Yeah. <laughs> and Oh, also, did you get the foreshadowing of her being... Uh, going to be hung oh when she does the the, the, the motion, motion when i can't wait first to have chucky. yeah when she first buys chucky he, she feels like it's disappointing to him so she she's like you know a funny guy does the you know with the, the i hate yeah. that i've seen so many horror movies because when she did that gesture i'm thinking oh well i guess she's gonna get hung at the end <laughs> oh i guess you didn't see enough trailers because that was like in it but oh, i see the trailer yeah i avoid everything <laughs> well, that's why you think you're going to hate everything but anyway no. what i like to be surprised okay. i like to go in with low expectations so i can not be let down fair enough so this is the climax of the scene which i think is my least favorite part chucky starts talking through like a random doll on the shelf and aubrey plaza uh, karen is like moving her eyes like no that's not him because he can control dolls now and control everything and he goes to go get his mom, and I can't remember what stops him. Where does Chucky come from? I know they get into like a fight on the ground. Oh, he came out of nowhere with a knife. <laughs> I just, he just popped out from one of the shelves in the, in the warehouse. He starts attacking, uh, and then he gets on top of Andy and says, I guess it's time to open you up or something like that. And then Andy hits him with the police car, which for some reason works. Um. And then uh, annoyed me because she she thinks that Chucky's malfunctioning after that. And like uh, horror movies, stop. Like you got to make sure it's dead. And he's walking towards his mom like and then he attacks him again. And then he gets it off him again. And then he has to climb because his mom's being hung. He has to climb up the warehouse thing and like get like cut the noose with the chainsaw. But the chainsaw stops and she's still hanging and Chucky then jumps from boxing is on top of him while they're both. I thought she was dead. I thought they hung. Her. Oh yeah. Like, the way she was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I was like, Oh, because the pressure of Andy jumping on and Chucky, the way just, she went limp. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and then eventually he takes, knocks Chucky, I think down and takes a knife and no, no. Okay. He just takes a knife and cuts it and they all fall down. And for some reason, he goes over to his mom, tries to save her, and then Chucky jumps, and then Mike Norris shoots him, and he says, this is the end. I was waiting for him to say friend. Nah. You know what? I'm glad. It's corny. That is... Yeah, I'm glad he did do it, but I was like, ooh. That is in reference to the original Child's Play when Andy throws the match in the fire and lights Chucky on fire. And This is the end, friend. Yo, man, classic line. And he shoots him, and then 
they all like like yay he's dead and then like oh actually at first Aubrey's like don't fuck with my son and rips off his head <laughs> yeah the very anticlimactic kill I mean it's a robot I get it he's not he's not Chucky he can't like be a human keep coming back but damn I don't know like I'm glad that both of them are still alive Mike Norris and Karen mm. and the movie basically ends but it's with uh, the Castlin guy saying, we don't take responsibility for this, but we are recalling all the Buddy 2s because they think it was the Buddy 2s that was the problem. Right. And then they're showing a warehouse where they still have all the Buddies and the red eyes flash. Yep. Now, there's two theories behind this. Which one do you think it is? I mean, I don't know any of the theories, but I feel like how can you kill Chucky if he's in the cloud? Like, he can just jump to each uh, uh, Buddy doll. Like, Yep. But here's a more interesting theory. That's what most people are going with. Another theory I heard, which I like, that original Chucky doll sitting on the shelf was him, and he was controlling that Chucky doll that jumped on him. Yeah, I also thought that's what I first thought when I uh, saw this movie. But now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like I can kill somebody that's, like in the cloud. That's like the whole yes. the Ultron thing in Avengers 2. Yes. Again, that's another thing that I think is a very... Uh, <laughs> they, uh, Ultron's eyes go red when he's bad because he's not supposed to be initially bad. His eyes right. are blue. I feel like there's a lot of Marvel and stuff. I mean, like they that. do that with everything. Did yeah, it's robots. Um, <laughs> I would like to think that it was him sitting on the shelf idly tricking him and just sends an, a, another buddy one. Yeah, that's what I originally thought. I hope it is. I get yours Yours makes the, like, the, the most sense, but yeah. oh, man, I would like that better because he's not he, he is supposed to protect his owner. He doesn't want to kill his owner, so he sent right. a minion to go do it. So, um, maybe. I like the whole idea of the, it being a cloud thing so that Chucky can never die and we can just keep getting movies like this. <laughs> I didn't think I wanted a sequel out of this. I do. Um, obviously, I think we're both agreeing it's spooky. We praised it, which I'm very surprised yeah. you gave it that. I thought this is going to be a fight. Oh, actually, worst case scenario, I thought we both were going to dislike it, but I was going to be screaming like a puppet master. <laughs> puppet master um, strangers. Um a lot of things I liked about this, the lighting was perfect. I love the mood, the lighting, the score. Um, this movie also, I this movie has balls. Uh, that just gave me really bad PTSD, that line. But anyways, this movie, like, I didn't think it was going to kill uh, Doreen. Because, mm-hmm. like, when she was going to, or she was getting ready to go to bingo, I was just like, man, I really hope they have the boss to kill out Doreen. If they do, this movie's great. <laughs> and they did it. Because, you know, for some reason, like, sassy older black women are immune in horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I, they killed her off, and I was just like, wow. There wasn't too many kills, and there's not as much gore as I thought. And I wish they would have showed more of the dolls in the store attacking people. You saw the bear attacking a random person. You saw someone get dragged away. But this is, it reminded me of Small Soldiers and Gremlins put together, which are two of my favorite movies. Ugh, I've never seen Gremlins. Well, you, you would like it. Um, so Small Soldiers basically is the, the AI thing before anything with the, you know, the computer ship going into the, the military ship going into the, sol- the soldier toys. Mm. And they go artificial intelligence. So it's, it's, it was a weird move going with that for Chucky. The thing is that... I like this movie. A lot of people like this movie. I'm surprised the reviews are good. 
I read a whole Reddit form and everyone was praising it. I'm like, wow. I expected to be the only guy somehow liking this. Like, I thought the best case scenario, I would give it a six. I definitely think it's at least a 7.5 to an eight. And I thought like I was going to be in the the unpopular opinion. I was going to get shit on. But people are like, wow, I'm so surprised this movie was so everyone's saying it was fun. It was. It was very fun. And 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 funny at some parts. Like when he's trying to scare Shane, he's like, okay, make a scary face. And he starts making all those weird faces, trying to yeah. make a scary face. Um the animatronics was great. I did not like the CGI at all. I think it and the face of Chucky was ugly. But that's just nitpicking. Um, this but, movie was fun, but do you find this new Chucky intimidating? It was like, not scary still, at all. Okay. I'm apps like as if you watch the podcast before, know anything about me. Until like age 18, I was terrified of Chucky, could not walk into Spencer's. I still actually have nightmares about him all the time, but I, I enjoy them now. It's like a horror movie. But I'm obsessed with Chucky because I was scared of him so much as a child. And what I also wish they did more is the POV shots because that's what I loved. In, in the oh, yeah, yeah. When they showed the whole uh, him getting that digging machine at yeah. the water, watermelon patch, yeah. I automatically thought the first one because he was like doing a whole POV shot. But they didn't do a lot of it. Um, yeah. You know, they, they made this their own, which is great. And especially because they only had nine months to write this, to, to put this together, which is immaculate. People need to understand because they don't. They don't know about that. They don't know how much this is rushed. This is a great movie for being rushed. If they had a, a bigger budget and they had – and they kind of did a little better on his face, I, I would really, really stand this movie pretty hard. thing is this shouldn't be a Child's Play movie. This, and a lot of people agree with me, feels like a Black Mirror episode, and they could have done this without putting the Chucky brand on it. Why does this need to – this doesn't need to be Chucky. <sighs> This could have been a movie named Billy or some shit. I don't and think I, I would have liked uh, it. I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much if it wasn't Chucky. But I don't think he came off that because they made him sympathetic and you feel bad for him. His character, it's great that they did that. But at the same time, he's not scary. The thing about scary, uh, about Chucky, he's so unsettling and vicious. And his voice, yo, Mark Hamill did the best he could and he did great. And he does sound like a toy. But no one could touch Dorf, obviously. And just the because he's a man in the doll's body, the, the grunt, yeah. the, the crushing is. His that voice was, is so rough. It's, it's scary. It's bloodthirsty. <laughs> it's vicious. This is this. They didn't really have too many vicious scenes with Chucky, like with people. There was that one when he jumps on Andy's back and he looks a little creepy, but that's about it. And he doesn't, you know. I wasn't intimidated or scared of him. And that's, I know it's like, listen, I'm older. I'm not going to be scared of this. But like, no, if a doll is creeping around the house, I'm going to be creeped out by it. But because it was like a robot and it was too, a little too friendly, just kind of looked odd. I was like, OK, that's a little off putting. But he's kind of like cute. But he's also ugly. Uh, it's very it's a very confusing taste in my mouth after this. I just don't feel like it had to be Chucky. I think this could have been its own thing. I don't think it would have done as well. I don't oh, think it would put it, right. So they needed Chucky. <laughs> yeah, they of course they did, and it just it just sucks now because it's doing well. Surprisingly, even going against Toy Story, so it's it's going to get a second one. Just I don't know if I want to have two ongoing child plays. Yeah. yeah, I know they haven't been doing well, but Mancini and Dorif are look a go tos. That person, you can't touch that Chucky personality. I know it's. 
you can't compare these two movies because they're so different. You're just basically taking a doll and naming it Chucky and doing two different things. That's why I think it could have been a different movie. Even though, like I said, the way he named himself was weird. He did, he's not Chucky. He's he's fucking Han Solo. That's what he was supposed <laughs> to be. And I wish they would have like alluded to like the first family he went to, like the kid named him Chucky or something. Yeah. Uh, something. <laughs> I don't think they actually got, if, if I have a speculation, I don't think they actually got him on this. So it was red one to return it because they realized that the buddy two was coming out and they wanted it. Who knows? <sighs> yeah. I but, guess it's a small nitpick. It's whatever. Uh, the score was really cool. They didn't use a lot of it because I heard a lot of the score like separately. They used a lot of to- children's toys and baby noises in it. Oh my god, I loved it. <laughs> the lighting, the scenery. Like I'm just so surprised. This hat Chucky movies don't really get. They get between a nine to twelve million dollar budget when they were theatrical. So I, I'm guessing it's not. And Orion is one of the, the ones that put out the smaller um, cash grabby movies. So I don't think it had that much more so maybe if it had a bigger budget we could have even had a a greater movie because i think i'm glad they used mostly animatronics but when he was cgi it just looks so bad but that you can't win them all but i am i was in the theater like choked up actually happy for once in my life a depressed human because (laughs) i waited so long for this and i thought this was going to be a shit show and i enjoyed it like that was an enjoyable movie it had comedy it didn't really have horror suspense that much it really felt like if there was no gore cursing this could have been pg-13 like it could have been like just or like a, like a black mirror episode or a goose like you're saying which yeah. i like things like that i like black mirror I like are yeah, you really felt very like chinese uh tongue-in-cheek i loved it for being it's very like self-referential that. what it is yeah oh man it had to be they could never recreate the original child's play they couldn't oh. it, if they went for the whole scary vibe, everyone's just going to be like, well, this isn't the Chucky we know. I don't really care. Because they did something different, it's going to have some different appeal to different people. The people who didn't grow up on Chucky, who are casual horror fans that go to this, are going to have a really good time. I felt like I watched everyone leave that theater smiling. Man, I had a couple of people in my theater complaining. I'm just like... But what were the complaints? That it wasn't scary. I'm just like... Well, it's not. It's fun. <laughs> That's what and I'm saying. Somebody it, said, it was um, more of an 80s B movie or like a or like like I said like a Gremlins or Small Soldiers thing where it's not supposed to be necessarily scary but it's it's creepy. And one person's complaint, I'll give him that. Uh, he said that. Wait, no, 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 I don't. He said that he hated the beginning part, but he liked the end. And I don't know, the beginning part was the best part of the movie to me. <laughs> Just seeing I the end was the worst part to me. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. I, don't know I just thought there was going to be about. way more of a crescendo. The thing is, this movie was so short. So I guess, you know, they, they maybe they had more. They took stuff out in the reshoots. I don't know. But that, that was good. And it was very refreshing because uh, I guess by the time this video goes out, the uh, reviewers embargo on uh, Annabelle 3 will be lifted. So I can, it's, it's safe for me to say this. Uh, I just went to the van screening the day before I saw Child's Play, and that movie was awful. So this movie, Child's Play, was very refreshing, and I'm glad I saw it after 
uh, Annabelle, I'm glad that it wasn't bad because I think I would have just quit this podcast if <laughs> I just seen two very terrible movies in theaters back to back. Yeah, you tweeted that you would start a dating podcast for incels. Yeah, it was going to be called Nice Guys Never Finish Podcast. I didn't understand that tweet. You know so, how they say nice guys finish last. Yes, but yeah, nice now I do. Okay. <laughs> well, this was Charles Play 2019, a thing I waited all freaking year for. I don't know what to live for anymore. Maybe midsummer. That's going to be kind of cool. Whatever. Um, Three weeks in a row, man. Child's yeah, and I have... I have to go. He said that Annabelle's bad, and I have to go see it. So we're gonna have more podcasts. This has been the Spooky Dookie Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Derek. Stay spooky. Dookie.